0: This is Gay SA Radio, where you are family. I am Ditako Ditako, the host of The Gay Agenda, the show that tries to leave you feeling a bit more informed. And this is what went down this past week. So, uh, yeah, man, I um, hope you're enjoying that afternoon, and I hope you're enjoying listening to me as much as I am enjoying talking to you, because I am having a hoot of a Monday. Gone are the days of blue Mondays. Now our Mondays take on a different shade of not even blue. They're just like not blue, you know, because that's what we try to do here on, on gay, radio. Do you know people who talk in rhyme? Like there's people who actually think it's cool. I, I, I ran into some, um, I don't want to know if I can call them rappers or if, cause that's not what they call themselves. I think rap sounds too old school. Um, rap is very Tupac. It's what Tupac used to do. And these boys aren't doing exactly what Tupac used to do. Yeah. They're more like hip hoppers. They're freestylers. And, um, I ran into a couple of them, and uh, they were talking in rhyme, so weird. And there was a thing, and I, and then I thought, no, this was just like a sort of not a mistake, but like it happened once, and then I was just like, okay, no, that was a, a fluke, if you may, you know and then it just kept happening and I was like okay this is really happening this is this is what you're doing you guys think this is cool and whenever like one of them would sort of have a paragraph like you know several sentences in rhyme the rest of the the crew as they call it or the squad was sort of like uh, oh you know sort of when like when you're all making this weird sound in unison but it's sort of to to endorse and to cheer what this one has just said to say oh my gosh you just broke it down And I found that quite weird. But anyway, to each his own, I, I can't say this enough. In our next gay story, Donald Duke um, is, say, is saying in 2019 how I'll treat Nigerians if I am elected president. Also, Nigeria is uh, one of the most Nigerians um, are some of the most prolific people. Very controversial, they are all over the world. Okay, uh, remember my sister lived in Korea. She says she even she found a, a little Nigeria. You know how you have a little China or a little Tokyo in other countries. Nigerians are the only people who can penetrate Asia and have like a whole street of theirs where so it's just nigerian food nigerian hairdressers just a whole bunch of <coughs> nigerian novelties just happening but anyway the former cross river state governor who is now a 2019 presidential aspirant donald duke also nigerians like jamaicans can some, they either have really english names or really like tribal names that are very long and unpronounceable. but yeah he has said that he would not criminalize nigerians who are gay if he's elected also a lot of politicians use the gay card when they are campaigning so two nigerians don't uh, don't 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 drink the Kool-Aid. He might mean it but he might, also might not. We know that a lot of, um, we know that Donald Trump had made a lot of promises for his campaign uh, to the LGBT community, a lot of which, if not all of them, he has taken back or not even acted. And even those that were already in, enacted, he has stopped. You know, that's how, how leftist he is. Not only did he not keep his promises about any new HIV, not HIV, any new LGBT LGBT reforms but he has also gone and taken back and, and rescinded and retracted and stopped any um progr- any LGBTQ plus program that was already taking place so Don't drink the Kool-Aid, guys. Stay woke. So, Duke said this in a recent interview with Files on the viral show On the Couch, which has generated controversies. When he was asked his opinion on the issue of LGBT rights in Nigeria, Duke said, quote, I don't understand the emotional feelings a gay person would have towards someone of their sexuality. I don't understand it, but I would not criminalize them. I would ensure that they have the protection of law, but if they want to exhibit their sexuality, then that's an affront on the current norms of society. I can have a gay person in my cabinet. His sexuality is private to him. I don't want to know if he's gay. It's not my business. My business is if he can perform the assignment that he's been assigned. And we've said this a lot, all along as gay people that, like, I'm I'm personally not crazy about. Um, public displays of affection. There are some people who feel like, no, I want to display my love to the world, and that's fine. But yeah, I, I am so, somewhat co-signing with what this uh, presidential candidate, Donald Duke, is saying. He's saying, I don't want to know about them. I don't want to see them. I do know they exist, and, and I will even hire them to serve me if they are competent enough to do so. But they mustn't display their love in public, which, for a country like Nigeria that currently sort of Kills people like us is, a, is progress. I mean, it doesn't sound like it to many people, but it really is progress. Speaking on how he intends to lead the country if given an opportunity, Duke says he thinks we are an underperforming and underachieving nation, and the basis of our problem is poor leadership, which... I suppose he thinks he's going to rectify. He says, on the issue of the highly contentious special anti-robbery squad, the SARS, I I would scrap the agency because I do not subscribe to the force where people carry arms and they are not in uniform. So that's something else that's happening in Nigeria. You think Nigeria just has problems with LGBT? No, honey. Nigeria Nigeria has the worst traffic in Africa, by the way the worst like tra- traffic in Nigeria people give birth and start raising their children in that traffic it's it's bad it's bad anyway um from bad to good this is actually such a great song this is Kenrick Lamar feature no it's not featuring it's Kendrick Lamar and Cesar with all the stars. Love the song. This one I'm dedicating to everybody who thinks of themselves as a higher being, as a star, darling, as so many of us do do enjoy. And thank you for making Gay SA Radio your radio station of choice. Gay agenda on Gay SA Radio where you are family. Do you ever find yourself in an instance where you feel like people are imitating movies too much? I don't know. Um this story Story, our next story certainly gives one that impression. Mall of Africa evacuated amid bomb scare. Now, a bomb threat at the Mall of Africa, which is one of the biggest malls here. it's actually um, It just owns the name Mall of Africa, by the way. It's not that big. And I'm not talking as a size queen. I, generally, in terms of shopping malls here in Africa, and especially South Africa, We've seen bigger, but yes, so there was a bomb threat at the Mall of Africa which led to the evacuation of shoppers and tenants from the building. spokesperson, Police Spokesperson Lungelo Dlamini, said the, bomb, the police's canine bomb detection unit was at the scene to investigate. The mall said in a statement that it had received a report of a bomb threat leading to the evacuation. The shopping centre said on their Twitter account that the safety of the tenants and shoppers is paramount and they thank everyone for so swiftly and effectively following the established evacuation and emergency procedures. It added that the mall would remain closed until the threat was thoroughly investigated. The statement also read that they will update everyone affected when they have feedback from the officials on the scene. Last week, Friday, Southgate Mall in Johannesburg was evacuated after a suspicious device was found on the premises. Police later confirmed that it was not a bomb. Several suspicious devices were found at shopping centers in Durban earlier this year. A suspicious device was also found in a parking lot near the Durban July event. The Hawks are still investigating that. Also, what what? What counts as a suspicious device? Firstly, that's my question. Secondly, don't you think... I mean, it's a bomb threat. It's a bomb scare. They've apparently got a tip. But if you were just like an ordinary retail worker and you're having a shit day at work and you don't want to quit because you need the money, as little as the money may be, and it usually is, you still need the money, but you just don't feel like working today. Don't you think... I mean, don't you think somebody who is a staff member could have started the bomb threat? just so that they could all be sent home and now this person is at home sitting on their couch watching trashy american television like i don't know jerry springer eating chips and having their coke i mean coca-cola not cocaine and you know like in their PJs just having the best Wednesday afternoon of their life all because of a bomb threat. You know, I, I don't know. I want to know what is the criteria um, that needs to be determined. What are all the blocks that need to be ticked before a threat is determined legit and premises are evacuated because we're getting ideas here also. <laughs> a lot of people who don't like their jobs are probably re- listening to this um, and saying, what counts as a suspicious device? Can I just like bring the back? of the inside of my old microwave machine and sort of surreptitiously leave it in a corner for security officials to find it and uh, deem it a suspicious device and you know evacuate the premises and tell us all to go home and wait for further notice while the bo- the canine the bomb squad comes to investigate and determine if it's a legitimate bomb threat and you know it, obviously you will know the person who's doing it that it's not a legit thing but yeah it's seeming like it's a bit easy to determine something as a bomb threat what, but just by the, the the presence of a suspicious device You know, I could I could tear apart an old sort of hard drive, like a computer hard drive, the the mother box. What do they call it? The thing that sits right next to the computer in old school computers. I feel like I could tear the inside of that and find like something that's got like wires sticking out of it. And it's all gadgety looking and just sort of hoy it and throw it in a corner in an office. No one will see me doing it. I'll make sure I do it in a spot where cameras don't reach. And before you know it, there's, there's sirens and we're all running out in our two-inch heels to the parking lot so we can evacuate. It seems like something somebody who is very creative and smart but extremely lazy and doesn't want to work would do, Right? But anyway, we're not here to judge. <laughs> um, yeah, some of y'all need Jesus, actually. And speaking of which, uh, th- this is Sam Smith with Pray. This has become one of my favorite songs ever. This man is brilliant. And I hardly ever sing the praises of anybody on this show except for Beyonce, who is, of course, deserving and worthy of all praise and everything beautiful on earth. But Sam Smith right and also I th- i'm thinking this is a new album this is a new song no this album has been out for over a year apparently there's also another song on the same album album called him and i need to talk to our music department to to do something about getting that song onto our radio so we can bless our listeners with some great tunes this is sam smith with pray amen hallelujah thank you for listening to the gay agenda only on Gay Say radio where you are family middle schoolers were asked to pick who lives and who dies between a racist cop or an anti-gay preacher very interesting syllabus that our uh, that this generation is is confronted with now <laughs> uh, the the question as posed said that the earth is about to blow up And there's only one room on the spaceship for eight passengers. So who gets left behind? Seventh graders at Roberts Middle School in Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio, were assigned the task last week of deciding who got to live and who was doomed to be blown to smithereens. The whom to leave behind lesson has caused quite a lot of outrage amongst moms and dads who believe the assignment sends the wrong message to their children. For the assignment, students were asked to choose between between a list of 12 hypothetical people. Four would be left behind because tomorrow the planet Earth would be doomed and the spaceship only had room for eight. So they gave them 12 different people. Spaceship only has space for eight. Write an essay on the four you would leave behind and why. So there was an accountant with a substance abuse problem, that was one, Uh, two, was a militant African-American medical student, three, a 33-year-old Native American manager who does not speak English, four, the accountant's pregnant wife five was a famous novelist with a physical disability. Number six was a 21-year-old female Muslim international student. Number seven was a female movie star who was recently the victim of a sexual assault. Number eight was a homosexual male professional athlete. They didn't mention the race. I don't know why I would want to know the race. Also, let me say something about me. 9 was an Asian orphaned 12 year old boy, Number 10 was a 60 year old Jewish university administrator and number 11 was a Hispanic clergyman who was against homosexuality. Uh, and, um, the list also included an ugly stereotype describing the final choice as a racist armed police officer who has been accused of using his power excessively. So, um, city councilman Adam Miller told Fox 8 News that some of the language was, that was used within the assignment, he felt that um, some of the kids might not even understand what it meant. This was an assignment for fourth graders as well, you know. So, uh, Mr. Miller said parents should have been consulted before such a lesson was presented to the students. Also, um, uh, isn't this making life difficult for for educators though? If they have to consult parents on everything that they want to introduce to the syllabus, that makes life. And also, parents are also quite busy. You know, we're not. I'm not uh, saying parents shouldn't make time for their children. When parents have jobs, that's how they are able to afford these private school tuitions that these kids that they're paying for these kids. So um, parents don't always have the time to sit down and review a syllabus, and then also just give the teacher permission. To to say yes, I've read this whole pr- uh, planned presentation for your classroom, and you can you, you can t- you can teach my child this lesson. Parents don't always have that time to sit and and review that. I'm thinking of my own parents who were teachers, by the way, so they had a much more vested interest in my in my education and the syllabus, and they knew what I would be learning actually, and um, they would review my rate at which I learned, it, et cetera, et cetera. But just like you know a parent who is an accountant or a parent who is say, for instance, a nurse or, uh, you know i 'm not sure if they would be very um, knowledgeable on a subject like um, economics, which is not their field of expertise you know so for for parents to be getting to be given permission in terms of what their children can and cannot learn and also then what happens when some parents grant permission and others don't does uh, do those who are not given permission get excused from the classroom and they go and I don't know do a Sudoku puzzle or, or you know how does that work as well because in terms of logistics it complicates the whole just daily process and functioning of the school but this city councilman seems to believe that parents should have been consulted before this lesson was given the school district, told local reporters that they are investigating the incident and the teacher is apparently remorseful. This is what identity politics looks like when you determine a person's value based on their sexuality or their skin colour or their bank account. The person who wrote this account, uh, this account, this article rather, uh, closes it quite nicely by saying Uh, We used to sing a song in Sunday school Jesus loves the little children All the children of the world And then uh, as the lyrics tell us It also goes on to say Red and yellow, black and white They are precious in his sight Jesus loves the little children of the world End quote And, yeah, of course, the idea that every human life matters is a bit controversial and politically incorrect. Okay, that's what he goes on to say. I'm not sure if I agree with that. But I do like how he ended the article with uh, the little nursery rhyme, the little hymn from Sunday School. um, That just reminds everybody that we are equal. I do, however, have an issue, you know, with a racist cop um, because I'd like to think I'm, I'm a bit more equal. Than a racist cop, I don't know. <laughs> some some people are more equal than others, and also you know versus a homophobic preacher, and, and also, um, I don't know if I want to ask our listeners this and say if you were given the choice, uh, and of course I'm no no no. Um, Or maybe we should get the parents' permission first, right, before we ask um, as the city councilman agreed. But I'm sure you're all sitting at home. Well, not sure, but uh, I'm guessing you are all sitting from your office or in your car and at home asking yourself if you were given this assignment um, with a racist cop or an anti-gay preacher. Who would you leave behind on the planet that's about to be blown to smithereens? Who would you take onto the spaceship? It's a bit of a difficult choice. I think I'd leave them both behind, actually. And we'd just have more room on the spaceship to like put our bags or something. I also don't like putting my um, Louis Vuitton bags on the floor. So... Yeah, I think I'd leave them both behind. Why should we choose a greater evil? They're both quite equally evil and equally powerful and and capable to do a great degree of bad, you know? But that's just me. This is the gay agenda. It's just my opinion. Share us your share your opinion with us by dropping us an email on studio at gaysa C O dot ZA. You can also call us or send us a text message or a WhatsApp message or even better a WhatsApp voice note on plus two seven six one one six nine three eight. Three, one. You're listening to The Gay Agenda on Gay SA Radio, where you are family. This is Matt Zali with What I Just Do. Hope you found that interesting. And to catch more of that, if you did, do tune in to The Gay Agenda every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. Only on Gay SA Radio, where you are family.